by the powers of the spirits of the East, who bring light, humor, and clarity, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the South, who bring protection, passion, and courage, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the West, who bring harmony, strength, and healing, we call to the witches. By the powers of the spirits of the North, who bring abundance, growth, and peace, we call to the witches. Desert Jen and Obsidian Musette Sage, here to share our knowledge with you on all things witchcraft. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Crones of the Wild Wastelands. Welcome to Crones of the Wild Wasteland. This is Desert Jen. And Lady Sonica. And Amethyst Wolf. Um, today we will be doing etiquette. Um, last week was ethics, and I think etiquette goes right along with um, ethics and how we should behave in public. Again, this is like ethics. This is something that is our own opinions, not not anything written in law like anything in our um, path. Let's start with ritual ethics. There are certain things that you do during ritual and certain things that you don't do. Uh, one of the things that you do do is take a cleansing shower before entering the circle. So if you're going to somebody's house, take a good cleansing shower. Um, it, the, what we mean by cleansing can be dependent on your, um, tradition. However, in the basic terms, it is to make an infusion of cleansing herbs and salt with boiling water. When the herbs have infused and the salt is dissolved and the water is room temperature, enter your shower and perform your usual routine with washing and rinsing. When done, pour the infusion from the top of your head and allow it to run over your body. I'm sure I'm missing something here. Do either one, either one of you have something to add to the cleansing shower? It's been a long time since I've done one. Uh, no. Taking a ritual shower before any ritual was, <laughs> it was done. Yeah, I was, I've done that since I was a child. So I don't know any other way. Okay, Amethyst. So I think it kind of depends on tradition because, like, in my tradition, we, we take obviously we take our showers because I mean it's kind of important um but it's also just kind of a way to like wash away the mundane world from that day um and then getting ready for a ritual or spell work um but as far as like the certain way um it's I've never even heard of that way that Desert Jen just said uh it it was more of like how we do it is kind of we have our own special um shampoo and conditioner that we use before ritual and then we just and obviously soap as well don't forget soap obviously <laughs> um but you kind of want it to correlate with um cleansing herbs so lavender is like what i use personally i use lavender um and sage um those are a type of soap that i use um when it comes to cleansing and then basically you just take your shower like normal just kind of mentally prepare yourself for 
the ritual ahead. Um, that's how that's how we do it in our tradition. Um, but that is the way that Desert Jen just said. That's very interesting, and I might start using that way. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you both. Now, um, second, I personally believe it's the most important, which is no, no personal electronics should enter the circle, guys. Absolutely. Ever, 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 ever. I mean, so how can you 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 focus on what's going on in the circle if you're busy checking your phone every five minutes? Um, I've been to circles where we had gatekeepers, um, druids that could not um, enter the circle of witches. So they would stand outside the circle and, and bless everybody as they're going in. Um, give the If you use a gatekeeper to your um, circle, have them have a basket where everybody deposits their electronics. And I mean, if you've got one, uh, uh, like a Samsung or an Apple or, uh, um, Pixel watch, take those off too, you know, because they make noise. They are di a distraction and, you know, it's just something I feel strongly about. How about you guys? Anything that is electronic, anything be it from phone, watch, earplugs, I don't care. Anything electronic does not come into circle, ever. Amethyst? I totally agree with the both of you. Um, electronics do not belong in a circle, a temple, a ritual space. It does not belong there. You can wait the however long that ritual or spell work or whatever you are doing, magical working, that message that you're getting on Facebook, that message you're getting on Instagram can wait the hour, two hours, however long it takes for you to be in ritual, that can wait. So no, electronics need to be put away in a safe space that is not anywhere but the magical place. Yes, I, yeah, I, I can't stress it enough. Okay, this one is dependent upon your, um, your group or your tradition. A lot of priestesses or people who are, who are holding a ritual like to have their attendees sober and would like to have them sober all day before the ritual. Um, I've even, yeah, I've even had a high priestess, wink, wink, at Sonica that didn't allow my pain pills that I took for my back and my hip. It was a painful day, but eye-awakening event as it was my first group ritual. And... um I'm glad I didn't. I mean, I had to hobble around, but, you know, I'm glad I didn't. I mean, because what I felt was what I felt, and it wasn't induced by something else. Sonica? With my belief pattern, uh, the path that I walk, no body-altering or mind-altering substance is to be within your body 24 hours prior to any magical workings. Amethyst? I agree with the both of you. Um in our tradition, we are not allowed, obviously, if it's like very important medication, then obviously you can take it. Like that's an exception. But um, it is preferred to wait 24 hours before ritual to take medicine, to take your medication. Anything altering your state of mind that is preventing you from reaching the state of consciousness that you need to achieve when you're doing a ritual is preferred to wait till after um, that could be anything from alcohol, because obviously that is, a, it obviously alters your mind. That can be anywhere from alcohol to m medication to drugs, obviously, legally, 
legal drugs. Right. Um, but yeah, it's recommended and highly encouraged. If you can wait that 24 hours before ritual, then I would highly suggest it. Besides something here, when I say um, 24 hours prior, no medical medication was ever told not to take. Right. Never. You take your medicine. You got, you know, you got to keep your body going. What I was referring to is anything mind altering, as in consumption of alcohol or consumption of narcotics. Um, 24 hours. You cannot have any of that prior 24 hours into ritual. Um, but of course, medication is never, never told not to take. And I want people to remember, we are talking about group ritual. What you do in your private rituals is your own business. Um, and another thing to remember is that after a group ritual, there's plenty of time to partake in whatever you want to partake at the um, feast, okay? So, More than likely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so unless it's agreed to by all of those in attendance, no filming or pictures. Not everybody is out of the broom closet and they do not want their face showing up on Facebook or Pinterest or, or Reddit or wherever, you know. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Well, remember our big ritual we did at the uh, campgrounds? Yeah. Yeah, well, somebody was taking pictures. Oh, no. <laughs> somebody was taking pictures. My thought on that is... It's kind of a, yeah, because you should not take pictures during a high ritual. I mean, you're not supposed to show what goes on in the circle. But on the other hand, I have had some pictures taken of me in high ritual that were really bad. So, <clears throat> you know, well, I don't want them posted, right. um, of course. But yeah, all the personal pictures, yes, in my way. Because, yeah, there was some pretty, there was a couple pretty good ass kicking pictures of me <laughs> that I I was really impressed with. You know, I looked good. Damn. <laughs> you know, but for overall, I do not believe in taking pictures during ritual. Um, what is done in circle is supposed to be kept private. Yes. Amethyst? I, I strongly agree that pictures, videos... Um, unless they are for, for personal use, like to like build a, like a scrapbook or just like a photo album of like memories that is not going to be shared with anybody, like just anybody. I feel like that's when, like Lady Sonica said, is that if it is an important high ritual, then obviously that's an exception. But like, if it's just memories for yourself or for your coven, your group, then like, I feel like that is when it's okay. But yeah. mm -hmm. I still agree that if you're, if you're doing it to post them online to gain attraction or a following online, because you have all of these moments of ritual that you want to share, I think that is not okay. Because yeah. unless you have that permission from these individuals that are in your group, in your coven, I, I'd say do not do it. Right. First of all, you'd need your permission from your high priest or priestess. Yes. 
most rituals I've been to, and from what I understand with talking with um, Amethyst and Sonic, it's pretty that much the same way in a coven is that everybody has a part in the ritual. And generally when the ritual is written, the, the parts are handed out. There will be someone who does the West, somebody who does East, North, South, et cetera, et cetera. Um, someone else will call the deities to the circle. If there's any spell work, um, possibly somebody has their own part to play in the spell. Um, know your part and practice your part before the ritual. I mean, um, yeah, I just think that's important. How about you guys? Be prepared. Prepare yourself mentally and physically. Yeah. Always. I think Even- it's important. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's very important to obviously be prepared. Now, if somebody forgets in the moment, you should still kind of have an idea or um, like words to kind of paraphrase exactly what you need to say. But also remember like this is a time of magic it's a time of respect for deities so i feel like if you are prepared it's just gonna flow better if you are prepared instead of being not prepared because then you're just gonna sit there and be like oh what was i supposed to say or (laughs) like it's gonna look bad but it's just more of like it's more respectful Well, not only does it look bad, Amethyst, it also breaks up the energy of the ritual. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. If you're prepared, you know, because then everybody's got to wait for you and the energy gets cut. Uh, You must be prepared because you are not a single link in this chain. You are a link with many other links Mm -hmm. and it's got to flow. Okay. um, The next thing I want to talk about is... um... So whoever's writing the ritual has written it, has handed it out to everybody who's participating, yada, yada, yada. And somebody shows up and has rewritten it for everybody. Um, I consider that rude, nasty, and don't do it, okay? Um, that It's completely disrespectful to the entire group to sit there and expect that your way is the only way. Um, have you guys had anything like that happen to you? Well, since I'm the high priestess, no. <laughs> um, I dare any one of my subjects to rewrite something that I have already written out. No, there would be, um, please follow me, and there would be a discussion about it. Um, it's never been done to me. I've had summoners come to me and ask me for changes in the original ritual I wrote out. And that I will consider. But if you take what is written out and change it, um, not only are you going to get a bite in the ass from the goddess, but you're going to get a major bite in the ass from me. Yeah. Because that is going above and beyond what you should be doing. You're not running the coven. You're not writing the ritual. So how dare you rewrite something? If you want to make a change, always go to your high priest or priestess. They will probably gladly make a change or explain why not. Hey, Amethyst, do you have anything to add? I strongly agree with Lady Sonica. You know, there's um, when it comes to ritual, there's parts in a ritual that are there specifically for a reason. And the time being spent to write that ritual, it, it's obviously important. So if you're going to go 
above and be like, oh, I want to rewrite this and then let everybody else know first that's disrespectful for the high priestess that spent her time to write that ritual. Yeah, It's disrespectful to go behind someone's back and rewrite it after they spent countless hours, countless days or years that they have on like in them to rewrite that ritual. So I would suggest not doing it. Is there anything else either one of you have to add to the etiquette with the ritual before we go on to gatherings? As far as etiquette for ritual, there's one other aspect I'd like to point out. When you're in circle and you are not having anything to do, please keep in mind to keep your chitter chatter turned off. It is not polite to, you know, bump your BFF and, and get a chatter session going on in the middle of ritual. That, and I have done this. I have dismissed people from my circle for doing just that. I will look at them. I will cut a doorway and I will say, get your ass out. You're not showing the respect to the circle that it needs be. Yeah. When you're in circle, people concentrate on being in circle. It's not a a secret circle for you to no just keep your mouth shut in circle unless it's your turn to speak and keep the energy flowing circle is not some place that you congregate with your friends and talk or whisper during the rituals that absolutely tends to make me really upset and it would make any other priest or priestess upset also not like the Baptist, where we can go, oh, what they got? And go <laughs> Amethyst, is there anything you have to add? Uh, what Lady Sonica said, I just want to applaud that, because chit-chatter, like, no. That would bug just anyone in general, to be honest. Um, Because there's a time for chit-chat when it comes to, like, just talking. You can do it before ritual. But when you are in ritual, it's about the experience. You are there to experience something that you obviously are not going to experience on an everyday basis. So leave the chit chatter for before ritual or after ritual, because you can also talk about the ritual after, which then there's a subject for your chit chatter. You know, it's like, why are you going to do it during such a magical experience when you're the one that chose to be at that ritual? Yes. Like if your point of the ritual is to chit chatter with your BFF, then maybe you shouldn't be there. Okay, and I, I just want to note that, that Obsidian and I, when we would have rituals with the girls, I, I'm going to tell you, it was a very loose circle. I mean, um, there was chit-chat, there was phones and everything. And I'm afraid that the girls, um, if they should ever go to an actual ritual, will be a little put off. Um, so it's probably something we should have practiced. Um Let's go on to gathering etiquette. And what do I mean by gathering? I mean, there's pagan pride celebrations. There are um, all kinds of celebrations all around the world um, wh where people go and celebrate being pagan. Or um, as in pagan pride, we want to educate people as to what we are and what our beliefs are. But they have to come into us to do that. We're not going to go out to them. Anyway, so we have a gathering. Or I think we're kind of clear on what a gathering is. So let's start. I've got a big, long list for gathering. Um, gathering is a group of people, more than three, that are come together for 
one reason or another, be it to play drums, be it to, you know, listen to somebody, be it to talk about paganism, be it to learn about paganism. A gathering is a gathering. It's a group of people more than three. Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, be respectful of others or the hosts and their personal tools or altar. I mean, if you're going to have a, a, a ritual later on um, and the altar is all set up, don't go over there and start touching everything. And if you're bringing your kids, keep their little hands off of it, too. They need to be taught to respect these sort of things. Um, we need to be respectful of others' beliefs um, because somebody is Wiccan and another person is Norse and another person is Wiccan Celtic. No one's right. I mean, we are what we are, and um, let's not talk down to people and um, say, my way is my way. Just don't disrespect people for their beliefs, let's put it that way. Um, Make sure you bring enough food for yourself and others in your group. Make sure it is enough to last the entire festival, whether it's a few hours or multiple days. Um, nobody likes somebody showing up with their three kids at the camp, everybody's campsite saying, hey, you got any extra eggs? Yada, yada, yada. Um, do you guys have anything to add so far? Um, no. So far, you're right on track. Okay. I do. Um, okay. When it comes to food, obviously you have enough. But also, please make sure to label what it is, just in case someone has a allergy to it. That's it's. I mean, it it would be common sense, but I mean, I just feel like if it's labeled, you can prevent something from happening that obviously you can prevent. A lot of people don't speak about that because they don't have allergies in their family. You know, um, we've got a lot of allergies in our family. I mean, my son is deathly allergic to seafoods and tree or all nuts, not just tree nuts, but all nuts and um, beans. And uh, I could go on and on about his allergies. So, yeah, you're perfectly right. Please label what it is. And the sad part is, every time that I have gone to a potluck, be it in circle, within coven, or within outside the group, say like at Summerstar, I don't get to even put the food on the on the table fast enough <laughs> before starting. People are starting to dig into it, right? Uh, let alone label, you know, because when I make food, I make food enough for an army. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I've never been able to label anything. I could barely get it on the table without it start. I mean, I set it down, look back over my shoulder, it's half gone. Yeah, yeah, th- those things happen. Those things happen. Okay, um, just as we talked about in ritual, uh, put your phone away. Put it in your pocket. Put it in your purse. Put it in your fanny pack. Whatever. Stay in the moment and participate and enjoy yourself. Um, this goes for all gatherings in the craft. It doesn't matter what kind of gathering it is. Be discreet. Not everyone, for whatever reason, again, is out of the broom closet. And please respect this. I mean, some t- sometimes there can be some pretty bad repercussions if somebody is outed. Um, keep your energies intact. 
Although not all in the craft can enter someone's mind, others can. Stay out of others' minds and no rooting around to figure them out. And in defense... Uh-oh. Come in on, de- you away my fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've had you in there doing that. I know. <laughs> but, um... And in defense, when going to a pagan gathering, up your shields to prevent those who would read you unwantedly or accidentally. Some people can't control this. Raising your shields also will help you from unknowingly absorbing energies that you don't want and and from unknowingly sending out energies that you don't necessarily need to be sending out to other people. Sonica? When, okay, laughing aside, when I go into a group or a ritual that is not my own, I will honestly say I do scan. I will do a quick scan to pick out negative energies. I want to know who I need to, you know, watch out for. Um, Doing a scan and doing a probe are two different things. A scan is just very quickly over the whole crowd. A probe is uh, directed at an individual. And um, I don't probe when I go into a um, group setting, but I do scan. And I will always scan because I want to know where the problems are coming from. Yeah. Uh, case in point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a case in point. Mm-hmm. I went to a ritual that was not one of my own. and. I was sitting in the front room, and before the individual even got up to the front door, I knew uh, trouble was coming. And they let him in, and I looked at the high priestess, and I said, can I have a say? And she goes, yeah. And I said, I walked up to him. I said, why are you here? I know what you are. You need to turn around and leave. He was a Satanist, and he was there to collect. And um, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep my... I'm going to keep things going so I know if things like that are coming my way. There are some groups that don't respect your traditions or your ideas, and they will purposely try to infiltrate. Um, Am I ever going to stop scanning? No, I will never stop scanning. And if it's bad enough, I will probe. Um, Yeah, I I don't. I guess I, I, I didn't specify scanning. I, I can understand that. You, you you sometimes need to be aware of who, who who's in the room with you. Um, Amethyst? So I totally agree with the whole scanning versus probing. Um, I mean, I kind of do that on an everyday basis anyways. You know, it's like if someone's energy is just not there for me, then I kind of just like deter myself from that situation. Um but I, I do that everywhere. You know, it's like, it's kind of important to realize that not everyone's intent is going to be like, how would you say, like positive or they like match your intent. Um, But like Lady Sonica said with her example is that like, that was important for her to um like to probe that individual just because like, if that individual was to collect anything, it it could be detrimental. You know, their intent would have been negative. So I feel like it is important to scan, but it's it's important to probe the situations that you need to in a dire need. Just not everybody at every event. You can't go to Vegas and probe the dealer. It doesn't work. (laughs) 
Okay. If you're bringing your offspring, keep them in check. No one, and I mean no one, enjoys children running around without supervision, putting their hands here, putting their hands there, um, things like that. So let's keep your children in check when you attend a uh, gathering. If the gathering uh, you're attending... Oh, what? If there is a ritual, a child should not be in ritual ever. Right. I don't think that's something we've talked about. I think we should talk about that um, in a little bit. I really do, because I, I don't have anything in, in our, our talk here about that, and um, I think it's important. Um, if you're going to something like a pagan pride, which is um, educational in, in nature, and you have breakouts where people can go into different um, sessions, um Bring your own supplies. Find out ahead of time what supplies are needed and bring them. Because the present, the presenter is probably doing this for free. And you sh they shouldn't have to have the cost of, of providing everything for you. Um, also, be respectful of those presenters. Like I just said, most of them are volunteers and are donating their time to help you learn. Don't monopolize their time or talk during class and be disruptive. Uh, do either one of you have anything to add to like presentations or going to classes or something? Nope. Um, so I feel like also if you like, obviously you can bring your own supplies, but I also feel like it's also important to kind of ask the presenter if you obviously, if you know them to donate supplies, you know, it's like, oh. if you, if you can, you should kind of try to contribute since we all are a community. It, I feel like it's important to kind of like contribute your end if you're not presenting you can still help out yes i think that's a good point okay um and, and that goes right into the next one which is give a donation most of these gatherings are non-profit and um non-profit by volunteers and they could really use your help in recouping some of these costs um, if the gathering is asking for a donation of food or clothes, be sure to be as generous as possible because then it's being passed on to another nonprofit like a food bank or a women's center or something like that. Now, some gatherings um, are clothing optional. Um, people will be sky clad. Um, it, there's nothing that I would not go to one that, that requires you to be sky clad because if anyone's asking you to do anything that you're uncomfortable with, it's time to leave. Um, but if, if you decide to stay and even though you're clothed and everything, be respectful of people who choose not to wear their clothes. I mean, body shaming. I, I, I couldn't, I know there's people out there that would do body shaming. And I would hope that no one listening to this would go to some place where, where skyclad is permitted and body shame. It's rude and it's wrong. How do you guys feel? I agree with you 100%. I have gone to multiple um, uh, gatherings that skyclad was going to be the main circle, but it was up to you if you wanted to join circle or not. To be in circle, you were sky clad. If you wanted to watch from the sidelines, that's great, fine, and good. But you knew to join circle, it was going to be a sky clad. Doesn't matter what your body looks like. There should never, ever be body shaming because to shame somebody within a pagan setting is to shame 
all pagans around you. Yes. Not what we are about. That is not what we're supposed to be broadcasting out in the name of paganism. Yes. It, it There's no place for it. Absolutely no place for it. But again, if you know it's a sky-clad ritual, it's up to you to join or not. Precisely. Amethyst? So I totally 100% agree with both of you. Um, the tradition I follow is like mainly sky-clad when you are in inner court. Um, so, I mean, it's it's just, for me, it's normal. Obviously, for others, it's not. Um, but the body shaming, that needs to not even be an idea. You know, it's like, it's going to happen. Unfortunately, it's going to happen. But like, if you are the person doing it, then you do not need to be like in a public ritual that is doing skyclad. Because if you're going to body shame anyone, beautiful body, that that's a problem within yourself that you need to figure out. But it does not belong in our community. Point period blink. And if you're going to be a person that is going to bring up body shaming or uh, bullying or any of the above, you are not pagan. Right. I agree. Um, this is something I wasn't aware of in, 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 until the, like the last 10 years um, when I got in trouble for it. Don't throw anything into the ritual fire. Yeah. Yeah, um, I thought it was fine. You know, I'd smoke, I'd throw it in the fire. Well, you know, I guess that's not cool. <laughs> uh, it's not for your garbage. It's not for your cigarettes. It, it, it's a ritual fire. Um, ask the person who is tending the fire if it's okay to throw in herbs or whatever to enhance the ritual. But um, respect the ritual fire. Um, <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I did it up at Burner Basin, too, and really got my ass snapped on that one. Um, let's see. And most of all, and, f you know, for me, this is finally, um, don't be a complainer. Don't go in there and complain about the prices at the vendors and then complain about the prices of any food um, vendors or complain about how, oh, you know, I could have set this up better than you set it up. Um, I, I think everybody has found those, I won't use the K word, um, just... Be respectful that you are there and everybody is putting in their effort the best that they can, you know. Um, what do you guys, uh, what do you guys say overall before we move to social media etiquette? Um, I agree. Uh, the people that think they can get off your butts and do. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to vending, if you can find it somewhere else for cheaper, better quality for cheaper, whatever, like, then go there. You know, it's like, what you are doing is you are supporting that small business or small artist that is spending their time, their, like, their profit is not reliable on your complaining. Their profit is to make sure that the community is getting the necessary supplies or the items that they are wanting at such an amazing cost that you're literally supporting someone locally as well instead of like supporting a bigger warehouse in china somewhere like it i mean it's just common sense to just kind of support a local artist someone that is in your physical community instead of someone that's mass producing something because you can get it cheaper like that does not make sense to me personally but i guess it does to some people 
Yes, it, it, I know. Um, social media etiquette. Um, when we're out there on the social media, you're not just representing yourself. You're representing all of us. Um, so, you know, keep that in mind, you know, um, do not tag people in pictures without their consent. You never know again who is in or out of the broom closet and what the consequences may be to these people if they're found out. I mean, um, some parts of the country are pretty, I don't know what the word is that I want, um, they don't like pagans and they don't like anything that's not Christian. So, you know, if you out somebody in one of those situations, um, their children can be tormented at school. Um, they literally can have crosses burned on their, um, yards. They can have their windows broken. They can be generally harassed. Um, let's be careful out there with your tagging and don't do it without permission. Um, realize that we are all normal everyday people. We have a mundane life just like everybody else. Our lives are most likely, we have bills, we have work, we have kids. Don't be rude or dismiss those pagans who choose to share their mundane lives. Just because they're not sitting there showing you how to uh, to um, burn a candle in every post, um, or, or how to fill your crystals in every post. Um, be respectful, I guess, uh, of pagans who enjoy their mundane lives, such as myself. How do you feel, Sonica, on social well, media etiquette? Social media etiquette is all very brand new to me, but etiquette is etiquette. And regardless if you're in social media or group or circle or what, etiquette is etiquette. Keep your manners, you know, use your morals, keep your manners. It it doesn't take a really big thought to understand that. Very true. Amethyst? So going back on what Desert Jen said about tagging people in pictures, videos that may not be out of the broom closet, you know, it's as simple as sending them a message and saying, hey, can I tag you in this? Is it okay if I do? To which then they'll respond yes or no. Like it's Again, it's etiquette. It's the proper way to do it. Just don't do it just because you want it to be out in the public. Uh, because actions have reactions. Like, I mean, you could cause someone to lose their job, which then can affect their livelihood, which that's yeah, like, do you really want that for someone? For a picture? Affect, yeah, it can affect their families. It can affect their children. Correct. You know, it, there's <sighs> social media is new to a lot of us older ladies and you know you not only do you get it from people but if you put something out on social media and some scammer gets a hold of it and runs with it what happens to their lives then you know uh again i'm gonna say use your manners use your common sense if that is such a thing anymore and be and behave (laughs) you know it doesn't take a lot in the subject but i also feel that if you are posting a picture and you tag someone in it without any (laughs) explanation of what said picture is again it could be misinterpreted in a negative way yeah and could cause further harm or backlash for somebody that isn't out of the broom closet so i just feel like just again etiquette yes Okay, let's go on to etiquette to the deities. 
Again, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Um, always be respectful to your deities. Um, it's not a good thing when you're not. Be aware of their correspondences and replacements if those can't be found. Nothing like pissing off a deity by putting an offending offering on the altar. My biggest pet peeve, never ask the deities to solve a problem for you. Proper etiquette is to ask for inspiration. Ask for the ability to see a path to take and do the work yourself. Um, what do you guys have to add to etiquette to the deities? Not too much. Amethyst? When it comes to like etiquette of the deities, definitely respect is utmost importance. You know, they like we are the messengers of the deities. Like you can if you put something that obviously offends them on an altar, like there's gonna be backlash. If you put an altar with two like two deities on that same altar that do not kind of correspond with each other there's gonna be negativity on that so just again you can just build two separate altars for the two different deities and have one corresponding with one the other one corresponding with the other it like it's just that it's that simple don't make it overly complicated for yourself and trying to cram everything on one altar just cut one of the altars in half get it smaller whatever you need to do, but show respect for both of them. Yes. Okay, well, um, we're at the end. So um, Lady Sonica needs to leave and um, get home. Um, Amethyst, and we love you, Sonica. I'll see you. I'll see you next week. Okay. Okay. Um, Amethyst, is there anything that you want to add generally on etiquette and our path? Um. As far as, like, etiquette goes, just kind of, I mean, it's, ooh, um, I'm kind of lost for words right now. Um, I feel like it's just, look at yourself, look at yourself in a mirror. You know, it's, your etiquette should be who you are. You know, it's like, but also it's made up of your manners, your ethics, your morals, that the individual that you are. And that is also a representation of you, your path your place in this community and it's i feel like it's important to kind of respect not just yourself not just your community it's to respect your deities it's to respect your craft your path respect those that are not out of the broom closet it i feel like it's just important to just kind of make sure that you are doing everything in your power to show respect to everything in, in this community I agree with you. Um, well, that puts us to an end uh, of our episode on etiquette. Um, has this helped you? Do you have any ideas you would like to share with us? Leave us a comment. Um, if you really like us, share us so that other people can, can, can hear our episodes. Um, in closing, I want to thank you for joining Lady Son- Sonica and assistant myself for today's episode. Come back next Friday when we are discussing cleansing. We're going to go into an in-depth on cleansing. It's cleansing your altar, cleansing your amulets, cleansing yourself. Just generalize whatever you want to cleanse. We're going to talk about it. So until next Friday, stay cool, stay safe, and stay weird, my witchlings. 
Join Desert Jen and Obsidia Musette Sage next time on Crones of the Wild Wasteland as we chronicle the ways of the witches. Care for yourselves and one another. Keep the strengths of the witches close to your heart and spirit. By the powers of the North, West, South, and East, we bid you hail and farewell.